Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast with your hosts, Nicole Johnson and Allie Sundet. Our podcast is about reckoning with our restlessness and figuring out where we want to go next. We hope to laugh, inspire, connect. Thanks for listening. Hey, Allie. Hey, Nicole. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, oh my gosh, this is such a beautiful day. It feels so good. Oh my God, the sun is just kissing my skin. Oh, I we, love it so much. We see how the lights we die in the winter. We do. It's so cold and gray and wet. Yeah. Yeah, we want to know what we were doing right before we press record. We were doing... <laughs> We a little pick-me-up workout. Yeah, we were jumping around to, to rev up the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been working nights. Oh, my God. Graveyard shift. That's right. And I don't know. We were feeling a little low battery. Low E is low energy. Yeah. Low e, yeah. 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 And you just got off work. Yeah. I'm always feeling a little down and like, blah, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> So we're just trying you to always have got the volume some... for all of you guys. Dance, dance, dance. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm standing. Yeah, keep it, it a little better. I don't. Can I just talk about night shift for a second? Yes. I don't know how people do it. I really it's don't. Insane. Like, My husband's going to do it. You know that? No. Yes, he's thinking about doing it in like. Um, September when my kids go back to school so he can do like drop offs in the morning mm-hmm. and, and um, to the school bus and then he'll be home and then he can just work night shift and sleep during the day which makes sense I mean yeah it'll be possible but I'm worried about his energy on the weekends when we're all like daytime people and he's like a nighttime zombie yeah. guy so how is it uh it I need to be truthful. I did volunteer for this. I didn't have to do it. I, so but I got to blame myself. Uh-huh. But um, <clears throat> I mean, it feels weird when you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's kind of like, oh, I guess I can do this. But come like two to four in the morning. Uh-huh. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Do you just feel a little crazy? So tired and a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You're forcing yourself to be up and it's so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had to take a break and just go run around a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I'm uh, sure it's hard on the mind. Yeah. Well, it, you just heard your wheels are turning a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people don't want to know that about their nurses at night. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But it's just like... But most of the time, the nurses who do that do that all the time. So that's, that's true. Their major. That's true. So they're used to it. Yeah. Their circadian Existence rhythm is, is normal. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Man. But. For, for you filling people. Yeah. I'm just like. I mean, I slept eight and a half hours. And I'm just kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. And how many more nights do you have to do this? Oh, just seven. And okay. that's like in a couple of weeks, so it'll be fine. It'll okay. be, we'll be, I'll be over it, and I'll be good, and then I'll feel amazing. Yes, you will, because you'll accomplish something new. Yeah, <laughs> and I will be back on day shift. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, good deal, babe. I only had a birthday. It was horrible. <laughs> I didn't get to do anything fun. I'm 42. Happy I birthday! Feel totally normal. Um. And yeah, my daughter got really sick. She had the flu and then I got the flu full blown, like 
aching, couldn't get out of bed. Like every way I turned in the bed, it hurt. Oh my God. And then, um, let's see, the third night, my husband, I think he was like, why don't you take some Theraflu? I was like, we have Theraflu? Why didn't I think that? <laughs> I think you're just getting so down yeah. in the dumps. Or you're so sick. Like you can't yeah. think yeah. straight. So then I had some Theraflu and actually I took the next day off work and felt a lot better. I mean, eventually felt a lot better. Went back to work on Tuesday, but it was a crazy week. And then my, even my five-year-old got it, but he was a little different. He had more of like a walking flu. Mm -hmm. He only threw up twice out of like a three or four day period and really only laid down fully for one whole day Mm. instead of four, which was like what my daughter had. So... Yeah, and then prior to that, I, I had yelled at my children like three days in a row and was just super, I felt like I had kind of a meltdown two weeks instead of just a meltdown moment. Yeah, man. Yeah. Not fair. Yeah, they just weren't cooperating and they were get, just fighting amongst themselves and bickering and name calling. You just weren't contributing to the harmony of the household and it was very <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> Just like really freaking, uh, you know, on my nerves. Yeah, like you guys. Yeah. Level up. Yeah. I'm sick. Just we stop st- talking. Just, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up and stop talking. If only it were the way it is in uh, Japan. Rob and I were there, yeah. like in 2018, in the in like February, and when we were there. We saw n- not one child out of line. Yeah. And there was like, we were on the subway and there was a kid who was just, just starting to act up a little bit. Uh-huh. And his mom gave him like one side glance of mm-hmm. an eye mm-hmm. and he just zipped in the shape. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They got some serious oh my gosh, yeah. cultural norms over in Japan where everyone... Yeah, I don't know. There's they no focus problem. a lot on their. They invest so much time and energy into their children. I think. Oh, and they and they're like really invested in like. I feel like I always see them like s- quietly talking and whispering and you know to their mm-hmm. their children, giving them all the attention that mm-hmm. they need. And I don't know. I think that they do a great job as parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Asian culture is very, very supportive of of the little babies. Oh, growing up, whereas I think Americans are a little louder and harsher. Yeah. (laughs) Independent, less supportive. Yeah. I think I'm supportive, though. I think I'm just supportive in a little bit. More of a like live out loud kind of way. In my way, I have to just be myself, I guess. Yeah. As a parent. Well, that's how you should be for sure. Yeah. Sorry, they were giving you H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah, that's all right. It's okay. I gave it right back. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't don't mess with mom. Yeah. Don't mess with mama. Mm-mm. What about your mel- meltdown? Oh, wow. We, well, we have an <gasps> epic one. It was we have joint. a professional one. This is behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> with, our, with our last interview with Michael Tr- Tranmer, mm-hmm. who is amazing. Such a sport. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was, like, patient and kind. <laughs> but we lost that call probably 10 or 12 times when we were yeah. recording with him. Can you imagine? 
you guys, we were, <laughs> oh my God, trying to be so professional. We use this app we've used before. Yeah. And like, you just dropped off the line one time and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. We were like, when are, when are we going to get him back? Or what do we do now? <laughs> what do we even do? Yeah. And then he showed back up again. Like a minute later. And we apologized emphatically. I was convinced that was a fluke. Right. (laughs) That was not a fluke. No. It happened over and over and over and over again. We were dumbfounded. Yeah. And so apologetic. We felt like total amateurs. Yep. Yep. Losers. Yeah. That was amazing. You name it. We, um... But Nicole awesomely edited the <laughs> shit out of it and made it workable because we were like, we might have to call him back and ask him to re-record and send him a gift and an apology. But Nicole worked her magic. She's awesome. Thanks, Allie. I, I listened to all of it and it's glory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, and I was like... <clears throat> We were, we were, Allie and I were trying to be optimistic mm-hmm. and work, work through it. <laughs> it was a good, good way to challenge ourselves and see how we would do with that. Uh, and it, for the most part, it was, we were pretty, um, positive. <laughs> Occasionally. That's so funny. Uh, I just, I, I could not believe that that was happening. Oh my god, that's so funny! You made lemonade out of lemons. That's for damn sure. Ta-da! And Michael was such a good sport. Thank you so much. Oh, the door closed. Oh my god, a ghost! <gasps> and, and he threw a leaf in here too. Oh, <laughs> as a parting gift. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Here. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Actually, one good thing happened to me. Well, in the last couple of weeks. Well, actually, two good things. Um, I did get to go see that band Wallows that I've been wanting to see. Yeah. I was starting to think that the universe just didn't want me to see. Um, <laughs> but my husband and I went. It was like my pre-planned like, birthday present to myself. And my husband and I went to sushi. And then we went to see Wallows, which is this adorable like kind of a teeny bopper boy band who sings kind of alternative indie music they're Mm. really cool you should check them out that was really fun because my husband was like this is the band that you bought us tickets for i was like yeah so that was cute (laughs) and then i got to go see a really cool burlesque show (gasps) one of our friends is doing burlesque and she just did an awesome performance and it felt so great to see like these 12 very liberated women up there showing their bodies, making their debut and being utterly proud. And I was like, Jenny, you need to come on to the show because I really feel like you're living your truth right now and trying all the things that you want to try and just living out loud. It was really inspiring. That is so cool. Does she want to come? Yes, she said that she does. Oh, that's awesome. So we'll have to have her on at some point. Yeah, I have a question for her. Mm-hmm. I need to ask her about that. That it's okay to call people bitches now. Yeah, and I wanted to apologize to you for that because it's been also on my mind because I was like, I'm not sure that's the legacy I want to lead. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to be one of those ladies who uses that word like to say hello to people. That's, yeah. Especially my my colleague. <laughs> And co-host. <laughs> but it, actually, I think it was just trying to be funny because we had already said hello once. 
Yeah. And then we, we did it again. And then mm-hmm. I, I was just like, I'm just going to spice things up a little. Yeah. I but did. I love you and I'm sorry that I called you hey bitch. I didn't take offense one bit. I know you didn't, but I think that you said something like, that was a nice thing to say. Or, 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 <laughs> or right. a nice. <laughs> what a term of endearment. Yeah, yeah. That, it was meant uh, that Yeah, way, such though. a loving term is what I said. That is what mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I yeah. What up? Yeah. Roll it off. She it. watches a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race, and that's where they use bitch a lot. Yeah. Like, bitch this, bitch that, you know, and mm-hmm. so. She feels like it's really entered the mainstream in, in, a, yeah. in a more term of endearment way. Hmm. I just still, I just still don't think that maybe it's my, it's, my jam. I don't think it feels authentic to me. Yeah, me neither. Sup, bitch? No. Yeah. Bitch? No. I don't think it doesn't feel right. But maybe if we watch that show, it would become more part of us. Yeah, maybe so. But I'm watching Shit's Creek right now. Have you seen that? No. Oh wow! I'm on season one. <laughs> and I'm thanking Melanie every day because it's so entertaining. What's it all about? It's on Netflix. You guys should watch it. It's really cute. But I should be <laughs> thinking about crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my own business and starting to find my passion. Whatever, dude. You are. I mean, OK, I'm actually not trying to dismiss what you said, but you have such a full life. I mean, three kids, let's yeah. five, f- four, and ten? <laughs> ten. What are the ages? I'm like, what is she? You're like, what kind of weird <laughs> yeah, that, mathematic that equation? Nine, yeah, nine, six, and five. Nine, six, and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So three kids under 10 in your yeah. family. You work full time, mm-hmm. you know. Andrew yeah. works full time. Yeah. yeah anyway. We're, we're, we're podcasting. Yeah. We, we've got a lot on our plate. Yeah, don't diminish. Yeah, try not to diminish yourself. But anyway, we'll go oh. a little into that when we before we start our talk. I'm really excited because I'm I'm rewatching The Sopranos right now. Ooh, the beginning. Oh, it's so good. Is it? Jeez. I have never watched it. Full. Really? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh man, it's so good. It's Is it so good? It's on Netflix right now too. Mm. I, th- I think it was never on there. Oh, really? It maybe was on disc, but mm-hmm. they don't on CD. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, because I used to watch it with Ann Tarpy over at her house, mm-hmm. and I saw Ann on Saturday night. Oh, you did? Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she went to an earlier show than I. Oh, did. cool. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, oh my God, The Sopranos. Mm, For all sexy. those people out it there, didn't who James have, Gandolfini die? He did. That sucks. I know. I'm like, I'm I. Can see, see, feel myself on the verge of a rabbit hole. I want to know everything about how he died. Yeah. Um, cause man, yeah, he's one sexy beast. Mm. So. Such a misbehaving, misbehaving man mm-hmm. in as a, I'm Tony Soprano anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he was like in his real life, mm-hmm. but it's so fun. Such a, such a fun show to watch. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Today, you guys, we are going to, um, should we get into it? Yeah. Okay. Unpack the shit out of this book. It was so Um, good. Unpack it. Unpack it. Unpack Mm -hmm. it. So we, when we interviewed Nelson, he was talking about his, like, what are, what was the millennial sort of God, Mm -hmm. like inspirational guru. And Gary Vaynerchuk came up 
And you know how sometimes you hear someone's name and you've never heard it before and then all of a sudden you hear it everywhere? Yeah. I feel like that's happened. Yeah. But so we listened to Gary Vaynerchuk's original book, Crush It. Mm-hmm. And now he started Wine Wine Library TV. Yeah. And then and then you know that became super successful on YouTube and then he decided to pivot and go into business and he's just been super successful mm-hmm. and he's all about like no bullshit fucking do it now anybody can do this yeah so we were yeah we're going to talk about crush it cuz we we listened to it yeah it was great we got it on audible so it only took 3 hours and 41 minutes as opposed to what probably I never would have finished yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> You want to know? It seems to be what I do with books is not finish them. You want to know my trick with audiobooks? Sometimes, yeah, you can turn up the speed to like one point five and uh-huh. get through it just a little faster. Ooh, snazzy! That's a good trick. <laughs> Razzle dazzle! <laughs> you have to show me that hack. That oh life, hack. my crazy life hack. Oh my god! My daughter, my six-year-old daughter, told me about a, a life hack yesterday. I was like, Stop Kenley, it. you just said that you life hacked something. I was trying to remember what it was, but it was adorable. I was like, shit, girl, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> you know? It's oh like, my God. You're just little genius. Life hacking at six. Mm-hmm. Wow. She was ahead of me when I was that age. Hell yeah. <laughs> Exposed to it all. Okay. Do you want to start with Gary Vaynerchuk's three rules? Yeah. To live by? Yeah. So the title of the book, just so it's crush it. And then why now is the time to cash in on your passion. Mm -hmm. So it's all about that. So Mm -hmm. it's like, and he has three rules to live by. Number one, love your family. Mm -hmm. Number two, work super hard. Mm -hmm. Number three, live your passion. Yeah. And I really like, well, he starts off by talking about how your passion, it's, you have to find your passion. And then once you're working on your passion, your work's not going to feel like work because it's something you're so passionate about doing anyway. It doesn't feel like work. Yeah. So that's kind of the trick of it all. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Doing something that you love is not going to feel like work. Right. And if you're doing something that you're just like, ugh, dreading. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should pay attention to that. Maybe it's not your... And maybe you shouldn't just like self-medicate and get on drugs or anti-anxiety medication or, you know, Mm -hmm. just change your life. Mm -hmm. Come on, people. (laughs) That's just me. (laughs) That's just me saying what to do there. (laughs) But it does bother me that people would rather, you know, get on, you know, get on some anti-anxiety medication or do something, you know, Mm -hmm. than just how about just change your life or quit your job or, you know, instead of ruining your body or messing with your head even more. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it takes, um, you say like change your life. It takes some dedicated intent intention Mm -hmm. to move the needle on wherever you're trying to go. Oh yeah. So, um, maybe if they spent a little time Mm -hmm. working on something, working on trying to, get out of their current gig or yeah, at least stop, stop self-medicating. I hear you. I just don't know. <laughs> that was a tangent. Oops. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, oh, but you know what? Actually yeah. that made me think about, I'm sorry. I'm also going off on a tangent. So Gary V, I follow him now on Instagram. Uh huh. And we follow him on Twitter. We do. He was talking about like, um, how people tra- trap themselves 
mm-hmm. in their current jobs um, because they want to, you know, they have this lifestyle that they want to lead. And why aren't people willing to sacrifice that? Maybe they weren't making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Why don't why don't they? Well, aren't they willing to sacrifice something, or so that they can maybe make sixty thousand dollars a year and, but really put all of that extra money that they were spending back into their business Mm -hmm. so that they can grow, grow themselves and basically live a life that's meaningful, Mm -hmm. full of purpose. But like people want to go on their ski weekends or all their fancy cars or they want their fancy clothes or they want their facials or they want whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be willing to make some sacrifice Mm -hmm. in order to unstuck yourself. Yeah. Unstick yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I would suggest if you want to follow somebody who's super passionate and, and, and a little brash, Mm -hmm. I would recommend following him. Yeah. I think Gary's appeal is that he kind of is like a tell it like it is kind of guy. And he actually, you start to believe him. Yeah. You know, you're like, gosh, I probably could really do this. And the recipe for success is actually pretty simple, Mm -hmm. you know? So anyway, we'll go through it, but <clears throat> he's a really likable guy. I yeah. I myself being, you know, really able to listen to him. And- he talks a lot about like, stop putting barriers up for yourself. And that sort of just circles back to what um, I just was talking about. But, or people say, I can't do it. I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. Even people who have celebrity or money or whatever, every, somebody, everybody has their own personal hurdles to Mm -hmm. get over. So basically like stop your whining and just, and just hustle, Mm -hmm. you know, the money is out there. Money. He he was like, whatever you want to do, like the money is there. If you hustle hard enough, it'll, it'll find you. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody will give it to you. Somebody will believe in you. Mm -hmm. But you have to be your true authentic self. Yeah. And, and follow you and, and, and people will, if, if they like who you are, they'll glom onto you. Yeah. I mean, on that note, I was, I was kind of thinking about one of the things that he was like talking a lot about was building your own personal brand Mm -hmm. and how all of the platforms we can use Facebook, Instagram, whatever your platform may be, but that we're all like these amazing, wonderful, beautiful individuals and that we have free tools at our disposal to just create our own personal brand. If you're super into fishing, if you're super into, you know, building cars, you can just make your social media profiles all about that, all about those things. You're going to create community in that way. Mm -hmm. You're going to create, you know, followers, friends, and, you know, that's kind of part of the the future, you know, and he was also saying how resumes are going to be obsolete. Yeah. And, and people are really just looking up your social media profiles, and right. finding out who you are, what you're about, what mm-hmm. you stand for, mm-hmm. what kind of business person you are. If you want to make it a business thing, then you obviously make it a business thing and not personal, but mm-hmm. I like that part. Yeah. One thing that he, what? <laughs> She's like shaking her head like silently. Well, actually, so I was kind of in thought when you were talking about that. And I was having fear because Uh I was like, in some of the book, he was like, your your personal brand, actually, your business and your personal brand should be the same. Uh Uh-huh. And like, you're talking about your your sort of Facebook or these social media platforms. And I'm like, "Mm, do I, am I, I'm, you know, like I've got my own Facebook 
page or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, what is, I was just sort of thinking, what is my personal brand? Do I, mm-hmm. you know, if I would, I have to redo my home mm-hmm. Facebook page. If I became, if we, if I pivoted and did something else or yeah. I, don't know, I was just sort of, I was mired down in like, would I just go and delete everything? I think you do. If you want to create a personal brand that's going to be used for selling your business, I, I would definitely take off all of like the 10 years of baby pictures that I've got on there of my kids that nobody's probably interested in. Maybe you keep a few. But I think that if, if, if when you're doing it to create a brand, yeah. you, you want to have it look a certain way. Yeah. That's what sure. I got out yeah, of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It just made me think about what I would change and what I would have to what I would have to change. Yeah. I'm like cr- cringing over some Facebook posts I probably <laughs> posted over 10 years ago. <laughs> One thing he was talking about is, uh, be your, well, like you are your, you are your own DNA, be yourself, be authentic, keep it real. Like he doesn't do any redos of any of his content. He just like, Oh yeah. I liked that too. He just, it's, you just have it like, tell it like it is. Yeah. That's akin to how we do it. It is. Mm-hmm. I know. Fuck it. Yep. Yep. Keep it raw. Keep it real. <laughs> you know what's really funny? Huh. It's on the 25th episode. Mm-hmm. I said that I had been deleting a bunch of ums and yas. Oh, right. <laughs> and then immediately after that, yeah, I said, um, yeah. <laughs> that is so funny well I guess we don't we don't like completely not delete it no I mean I think it's it's actually I I think I'm gonna stop doing that but I I mean I don't really you probably can tell I don't do that all the time (laughs) our our real followers know yeah for sure Ooh, you want to know I think there was one thing he talked about that um really resonated with me which Uh for anybody any of you podcasters out there or anybody who's starting something or trying to build a following and all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Gary's like, don't pay attention to any of the analytics for a year. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have this podcast, I'm looking at downloads and whatever. And I'm, and I, he was just saying like, people just quit before they, before they start or they quit way too soon because they feel like they don't get the moving on the needle as much as they want to. And it, you know, really takes like time, dedication and perseverance and hard work and Mm -hmm. hustle. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, just don't, don't pay attention to it. Yeah. I have a pretty good feeling in 10 years, we're going to be famous. (laughs) But it's going to be 10 years. It's going to be 10 years until this really takes off. (laughs) But that's what I hear from like, you know, Desiree Wilkerson or other people that we've interviewed, you know, or even Gary's story talks about how it's, you know, it's been a really long journey. He's Mm -hmm. been working really hard. It just doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. There's this, I don't, you guys probably know where it originates, but there's this idea of 10,000 hours, you mm-hmm. know, it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't do the math, but mm-hmm. like that's, you know, several years mm-hmm. of doing the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I've been doing nursing for almost 11 years. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're just in our infancy. We sure are. Someday we'll be in the 
Nick and Allie show. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll be experts. We'll be podcasting experts in 10 podcasting years. Podcasting experts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also said to really like one good like media strat media marketing strat- strategy uh-huh. was to care. That was his care like chat. Tremendously. Yeah. Care about that one. Care about that one person who's listening. Or the oh, yeah. 50 people or whoever. Care about the people that you're really resonating with. Mm-hmm. Like really care and build a relationship. Yeah. Exactly. I, I do love that part about what he says because I, I even in my current job and in my life, I love focusing on relationships because I feel like they take you the farthest. Mm -hmm. And I just love relationships in general. Yeah. In terms of building your business and building your brand, I think he really lives that you can tell like on his tweets and his Twitters and his emails. And I mean, he has such a huge following, but he literally tries to respond to every fan. Mm hmm. That's I, yeah, really. I would probably have a team of people trying to do that for me. Yeah. What else really resonated with us that we liked about that book? Oh, ooh. He, I feel like, you know, his what he says is not for the meek, really. No. It's like if you want it, it's out there. You got to hustle. Mm-hmm. So this is what hustling looks like. Mm-hmm. If you want to build a personal brand mm-hmm. and you want to let's say for example for this podcast Mm -hmm. like if i followed his recipe or if we followed his recipe Mm -hmm. we would be connecting with every like podcast around and we'd be talking to finding all these groups on facebook and groups on and or and people follow on twitter and we'd be like engaging for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, we would be doing a shit ton more. We would be. Than we are. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's going to take us 10 years. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, so, I mean, like, he's like, you know, you got if you want it, you got to hustle. You got to you got to get in there. Mm-hmm. And he was on his Instagram. He was talking about the dollar 80 rule where. I can't remember why he said it, why it was a dollar eighty. Shit. But anyway, he was just like, you got to spend some time. You know, maybe it was, you think about each social transaction is 10 cents and you maybe do 180 of those. So that ends up being like a dollar eighty, but that's oh. like an invest investment in your time. Yeah. Fuck. I'm probably wrong. But <laughs> essentially you got this is like rule that you have to just go in there and just comment and comment and get in there and make real relationships like don't be a don't bullshit people yeah but like be authentic like, be authentic and yeah. just like get in there and hustle yeah and really mean it and care yeah yeah it was inspiring mm-hmm. like yeah, he talked about too he talked about like creating great content and the two pillars of great contact are product and content Mm-hmm. And make sure that your product is good. Like if you're going to create a sports break, make sure it doesn't taste like shit. And then make sure that you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Know all the details of your product. Know all, you know. Because <laughs> I just failed. <laughs> we don't know what we're it is, talking about. Damn it, I shouldn't have even mentioned it if I didn't know. But anyway, um, yeah. Quality, quality, quality. <clears throat> That's also something he said for content, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he said, keep it very, very real, create community, 
those are the two things I think we're doing the best at. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're keeping it real. We're having some real conversations. And do you remember when I asked for, we asked for pictures of people? Yeah. We got one from Melissa. I know we did. That was really awesome. Yeah. She looks so cute. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait to re-interview her. Mm -hmm. I know. Me too. And, um, you know, the bonds are listening over in Amman, Jordan. And that was really fun. Like we we are broadcast coffee too. Yeah. To, um, paper seller, paper boat booksellers. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. We're building community. Yep. Yes. Hell yeah. We've reconnected with some high school friends. Mm -hmm. That's been the most surprising. Lots of new friends. Yeah, that's true. That's been so great. Yeah. It's been great for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're having a blast. We are. Oh, my gosh. And then I liked his um, kind of one of his final concluding topics, which was legacy over currency. He was just like, make sure that every interaction or every move you make is something that you're proud of because mm-hmm. it might not make you money, but it might be the right thing to do. Right. So you should do it. And I thought that that was really important. He's a good guy. He's a stand-up guy. He deserves all the success he's had. Yeah. You know, just because he, he does have a lot of really good, you know, words of wisdom. And he's really put in the time. And Yeah. You know. I could see how he's the millennials god. Time has never been... The time has never been better to live your passion and crush it. Right. This is his, his whole point. I sounded really down when I said that. <laughs> Time is really. Time is now. I should have been like, there's never been a better time to live your passion and crush it. Right. That's how he talks. It is. Yeah. He's super motivational. He's probably had like 10 cups of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. These people are vibrating on a different frequency. We've got to vibrate up to their level, dude. We do. We've got to find that good source energy and connect with the universe and stuff. I feel like we're on our way. We are. <laughs> we're, just, we're just revving up the engine about ready to pull out of the garage. Yeah. Yeah. Was we there, just started the journey. Was there anything else that resonated for you? Um, I can talk about how I was feeling a little bit like depressed about, you know, <gasps> my, my opposite reaction to all of these motivational books and speakers that I was listening to. Because I was also listening or reading You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero and then simultaneously listening to crush it. And I was just like, if you don't fucking find your passion, <laughs> you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life. You know? And I was like, what if I am, what if I never get past this? What if I never this? What if I never that? You know? And I was just like, and then I settled back down and was like, you know what? You've got to, full life you've got a lot to be thankful and grateful for and this is just the beginning so yeah keep it in perspective and don't get down on yourself if you're not able to accomplish all of these goals and leave your corporate job overnight and travel for three months and yeah some of those things are just not practical right right now or find the time that you usually would spend watching Shit's Creek and Sopranos and invest in your new idea or your new business. I mean, you just have to decide, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, what what's great to know is that it's really just up to you and we all have the the tools. 
the free tools. I think that's what he kept underscoring was that this is like all free, not available prior to, you know, 2001 was any of this marketing and, you know, accessibility to the World Wide Web so available. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the coolness of now. Yeah. You can become Instagram famous or... Or, yeah. yeah, we can and insta successful. Insta successful. But the truth, <laughs> truth is, is actually there's always a shit ton of work behind behind that. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we are living a purposeful life though, Allie. And you've got you know you've got so much on your plate. Mm-hmm. And you're doing a damn good job. Thanks, lady. And you're amazing co-host. Thank you, lady. Appreciate and, hearing that. And um, <laughs> sorry, your birthday was a dudder. Okay. Who cares? Forty-two. Ugh. <gasps> We've got so much more time. I know. Forty-three will be great. I'm sure. Well, we hope. We think anyway. Yeah. We don't have any way of predicting what. Yeah. We've been having a lot of fun on Twitter. Thanks, Allie. A little bit. We've been getting I'm retweeted. Trying. A little bit of retweeting. I'm trying. We. I. Um. It's been so fun to watch. I didn't know it would be so thrilling to be retweeted. I know. We got retweeted a couple of times. It's so fun. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's been really fun. Our Twitter is Meltdown City Pod. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. All um, right. Well, we hope you guys will tune in to Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crush It. Yep. Tell us what you think. Truthfully, we're late to the party because it was out. I think he has maybe... Like 10 years ago. <laughs> Three books out now. <laughs> but well, we wanted to get into it, and it was really inspiring, actually. So mm-hmm. if you want to level up your game, check it out. Yeah. Let's level it up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, um, on that note, you, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, peace out, guys. Peace out. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com, or you can check us out on our website at MeltdownCityPodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.